The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Good morning. Happy Thursday. It's March 16th. Uh, we're a little early today. It's 529. Do we get a double raise for starting early? I think so. Put uh, it in with the boss. I think so, too. Uh, hey, we made an awesome content video last night, and people are saying you won, but I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I I do see it. I didn't see it in the moment. That's the problem. See, that's why I think I won. You didn't see it in the moment. Yeah, but there's video evidence. It's like you you replay the tape or, and then you're like, oh, actually, sorry, we must take a point away from Sean and give it to Steph because she is the clear winner here. We didn't. We didn't. So if you go on over to any of our socials, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or I don't think I posted it on Twitter. Uh, if you go to those two, Instagram or Facebook, we did this simple little video where we put a, a, a clear cup under a faucet. And then we ran the faucet, and whoever made the water overflow in the cup lost the game. Yes, and then um, you lost. No. Because the cup dripped over on you first, and I won, but you blamed me for losing. Classic gaslighting situation. I love it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on me or you? Me. you. <laughs> 100% me. <laughs> Trying to gaslight everyone into thinking that I won. <laughs> Go check it out on our socials. It's a fun one. And and you can even do the challenge, too. See if you, uh, yeah, you can us. win. <laughs> we all know so much snow fell um, a couple days ago. And, of course, it was quite mayhem trying to get rid of it. And we know that the plows are still out. Even on my way here today on 63, they're trying to kind of get the areas around the lights cleared and stuff like that. But it's fun to see neighbors helping neighbors. Oh, all the good feel stories. Yeah. So I got this one that says, I just got to say thanks to my neighbor, Scott. Man, when I was in the hospital and we had a crazy snowstorm, you cleared my driveway. And again today, I'm out of town and my wife was struggling to clear the snow and you took care of it. Thanks so much. Big shout out to Scott. That's incredible to hear. Yeah, it just like warms my heart so much. You know, what a thoughtful neighbor and just so cool that it probably took him 15 minutes mm -hmm. or so out of his day, but it really made a difference. Yeah. Uh, I also saw a story about uh, Father Bo School up in Abbasan. They said they value community a lot up there. A big thank you to their ILP staff. Do you know what ILP is? No, I don't. Anyway, ILP staff, shout out to you. They jumped in and they're trying to get a head start on all of the snowfall. And there's just a bunch of pictures of a lot of staff and students just kind of clearing the way in and around the school uh, for walkways and for places for cars to go. And then uh, they want to give a special thank you to former Father Bo students, Gavin and Max Johnson, for stepping up and helping out. And they say the MVP goes to Jeff Evely, who jumped in with a snowblower when everyone else ran out of gas. Wow. Amazing. I am just smiling from ear to ear. <laughs> if you have a shout out, let us know. 780-791-1037. Who made your day this week? I uh, ventured on over to the dog park in Waterways yesterday. Uh, went out with a dog and her mom. And um, <laughs> Oh, yeah? What's the dog's name? Uh, the dog's name's Nova. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, man, the snow dump is absolutely hilarious. Have you ever been out to the Waterways dog park? Only in the summer and only with my kayak. Okay. Yeah, so it's like a, a bunch of wide open field and then it ventures into trails. And uh, you can just kind of make, make a loop if you want. You can cut in between the trails, this, that, and the other. And usually there's a good path that you can walk through and find your way. But with the fresh dump that we just got, it was just like massive amounts of like just like two, three feet of snow everywhere. Oh my goodness. So did you bring your snowshoes? 
Yeah, so I had my big, no no snowshoes, but I had my big, like, boots, and then I just threw on, like, snow gear and stuff, and it was so nice. I was, like, lo- loads of sunshine, like, minus five, and so it was, like, easy being out in the snow, but, like, I was also debating going to the gym yesterday. Nope, nope, because after <laughs> doing high knees through the snow for about an hour or two, that's all you need. Yep, don't need to. I'm sweating over here. <laughs> that's right, that's right. So if you're looking for a workout, highly suggest a dog park. <laughs> Meta, a.k.a. Facebook, laid off 21,000 employees. Yikes. Yeah, citing the reason as there were some ghosts in the machine. What does that mean? A ghost (laughs) employee apparently is somebody who got hired to do a job, their project failed, they no longer have something to do. Uh Oh. But they kept showing up to work. <laughs> They're like, I helped develop the groups part of the app, and that was 17 years ago, and uh, they haven't asked me to do anything else. Yeah, exactly. So I've just been warming a chair here, just been biding my time, getting my six-figure paycheck, and calling it a day. <laughs> I love that. Great for them. Way to make it like through life a little bit longer. Do you think that you could do that? That you could come to work and be so bored for eight hours and then just be like, all right, I made it through another day. I'm going to go home now. Not here. Definitely not in radio. There is always something to do or get involved with. But if I was in those shoes, I could make it last for sure. The things I think you could make it last at Meta as well. Um, I have a friend who works at Facebook, and she has said like all the food is free at Facebook, oh. and you can bring your family in on a day pass <laughs> any day of the week, no limit on it. And so she said that like most people just have family dinner at Facebook, yes. and then their lunch is free, and they have like booster juices and smoothie <laughs> bars and all this stuff throughout every the campus. day. You're just getting paid to feed your family. <laughs> yeah. So can you imagine if you were a ghost employee and you're like. What? How? How? Where are we going to eat now? Like, this is what we did. But they also have like a post office there. They've got nail salons and stuff like that. And basically, they've made it so that you, you don't live at you, work. Yeah, you don't while doing have nothing to go home. at work. So if you were a ghost employee, you could probably just be like, oh, I'll get a pedicure today, manicure tomorrow. Ah, that color was just for one sports game. It's going to switch it tomorrow yeah, because and, why not? And then when you get to your desk, you just start scrolling Facebook. You're like, I'm working. Yeah. I'm working. This is my job to I'm look at this Making sure site. things work here. <laughs> I have a little bit of a Fort McMurray life hack that I'm reluctant to share and gatekeep, but I'm a good person over here, Steph. Wow. Okay. Is it where you get your long johns? Mm, no, I'm keeping that one. I'm uh, gatekeeping my long johns. I thought you were a kind person. <laughs> You just told me. <laughs> I am. I'm sure. I'm sharing this one. I'm not gatekeeping this other life hack that I found in Fort McMurray. All right, it'll have to do. What's up? The bypass is slow on Highway 63, and you can beat the cars on the bypass if you get lucky and you hit all greens and you just go through town. You think? Like not through town, but like through the normal highway. Yeah. Yeah. I've tested this a bunch of times. Do you just have a heavy foot, though? Because the speed limit on the bypass, I think, is 70. Mm -hmm. And you think that you are not speeding, but you are still beating the cars on it? I am not speeding. (laughs) But so many cars take the bypass, a lot of semis. You're going uphill, and it's it's just a little bit longer. And most of the time... I think one time out of maybe the 20 or so that I've gone through the highway, I've hit a red light and I've had to stop there. I'm like, ah, damn, my plan didn't work. But like 19 out of 20 times I've gone through, I've hit all greens and I've ended up, I like look at the car that I'm entering at the same time. So I'll look at the bypass as they're going up and I'm going downhill Mm -hmm. and I'll be watching. I'll be like, okay, where is that car ending up and where am I ending up? 
every time I beat the car. Now, I just have to ask, can we trust you? Are you actually saying the opposite of what is true so that you can clear the clog on the bypass? I mean, if that's what happens, that's what happens. And then I'll just, because it's so over, a lot of traffic is on that one is what I'm saying. And it gets slowed down. And then no one goes through and uses the green. So you're the only vehicle. So if it evens out, then maybe it'll help both sides. But hey, I'm just here. I'm just here stating the facts. Okay. And where do you get your long johns again? No, no, no. This is the only one I'm sharing right now. I got to have the girl guides come into the studio last night. Uh-oh. What'd, you, what'd y'all do? What, uh, what do you get up to? You decorate the place? It looks a little different. It does look a little different. There were 25 girls in here. I tried to clean up, but uh, <laughs> couldn't <Amazing>. help it. <laughs> so we got to practice uh, reading some commercials and learning some lines, and then we got to write our own commercials. Oh, no way. That is really fun. Yeah. So I recorded a couple of them. Here's our first commercial that the girl guides wrote about girl guides. Breaking news, Girl Guides have taken over this studio. Move it! Please follow us on Facebook and join us at girlguides.ca. And we sell Girl Guide cookies. Come on! <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. Written and recorded all by Girl Guides. Right? Not too bad, not too bad. Okay, here is the other one. <clears throat> if you like being outside, making tents, sleeping in tents, selling cookies, and more, Girl Guides is the place for you. Hear from the girls themselves. I just love being a victim of child labor. Cut the mics! Cut the mics! I mean, I love selling cookies. And I love the lifelong bonds that we make with people that we didn't know before. Hey, that's us. I love going on trips and playing fun games. If you are interested in Girl Guides, visit www.girlguides.com. And, and if, if you're, you're, not, you're interested, not interested, go to Boy Scouts. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's another one. That's, that's more direct. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. I will say, though, they made these great commercials. But if you are looking to get your kid into Girl Guides, you'll have to sign up as a leader, too, because there's a wait list a mile long. Yeah. <laughs> what might be the number one weekend in the sports world starts today, Steph. Number one weekend in the sports world. It's too early for the Stanley Cup. What's happening? Yeah, it's March Madness. And so oh. it's college basketball. It is non-stop college basketball basically 10 a.m. this morning all the way through till about Sunday. Oh my goodness. And it only lasts for the weekend or a whole Sunday from now? Glad you asked. <laughs> There's 64 teams vying for the national championship here. A little more than 64. There's some play-in games that happened yesterday and the other day, but we won't get too specific. Uh, there's a lot of teams competing for the national championship. And this weekend, all 64 teams are playing all throughout, staggered all throughout the days. And then it will slowly over the weekends uh, dwindle down to two teams for the national championship, which happens uh, April 3rd. So it goes wow. all the way past March. So it starts wow. mid-March goes all the way till the end of the month and then we finally get a national champion and uh, I printed I, I gave you a bracket right now you're looking at it very confused yes uh, we did this <laughs> last year we did it last year and oftentimes when you fill out one of these March Madness brackets it, the person who like bases it off of a mascot or something is the one who wins and so that's why I think this will be really fun okay well, I hope that my mascot basing and other just really liking the names of things pays yeah. off. Yeah, okay. And then see, I'm the type of person that overthinks, and then I'll be like, okay, this is my answer. But then I'll like go look at some analytics and some stats, and I'm like, no, I'm changing my answer. And then I'll change it three more times, and then I'll settle on something. <laughs> and so we'll fill it out today. We'll come back April 1st. We'll see who has the most correct. And uh, what's the bet here? Loser? Buys breakfast? Let's do it. Breakfast okay. on the line. 
If you're looking to make a career change, the government of Alberta has put out the most in-demand jobs in the province right now. Interesting. Government jobs or just jobs? Just jobs. They've looked at kind of the, the entire spectrum and said, these are what you should look at applying to. All right. If you're looking for a career change of some sort, maybe you have some negotiating abilities. Like, I've heard this is in demand. Yeah. Pick me, pick me. Number one, restaurant and food service managers. Oh, yeah. I can see that. 100%. Software engineers and designers is number two. Sure. I mean, I think you'd have to go back to school a lot for that. That's right. (laughs) Also, web designers and developers. Okay. I think that's a skill you could definitely, you can go to school for it. But like, if you really want to dedicate some time, I think you can learn how to somehow design a web by yourself and then just grow from there. Yeah. I think you could take a couple master classes, watch a lot of YouTube videos. Yeah. Uh, Telecommunications line and cable workers. I think okay. that's on the job training. Yeah, that's like that's like labor right there. Yeah. And then transport truck drivers as well. Transport. Oh, yeah. So semis and stuff? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Which is like a huge... That's very hard to do. What, what, what <laughs> one are you taking out of those five? Oh, I'm... Are going, you going back to the service industry as a manager? Absolutely. That's where I'm picking. Take me back to the restaurant. Let's I have think some fun. I'd go with a web designer and developer. Now, I would say I, I wouldn't be excellent at it because people who go to school for that are incredible but i would somehow work my way through all of the free websites and the youtube videos and tricking in somebody into giving me a job there you go you just gotta <laughs> really change the template on a wix.com site and just be like the i most, made this from scratch the most basic thing you're like look at me i did it <laughs> special guest over the phone this morning we have paul the creator of the mcmurray malt maniacs and paul you have an uh, incredible event going on this weekend. Well, let's start with McMurray Malt Maniacs. What is it? What did you create here? Well, we got a bottle share whiskey club. So just trying to get people together and enjoy good spirits, right? Quality over quantity. So this weekend, St. Patty's Day on Friday, tomorrow, we've got an Irish whiskey tasting. and uh, We've got some esteemed gentlemen coming up from Edmonton to present for us. Uh, the Dark Cloud himself and to find out more about that you can come out tomorrow but um, we've got eight different whiskeys from Ireland some of them imported straight from the UK and one of them from the uh, smallest distillery in Ireland maybe even the world I'm not sure but we'll find out more about that tomorrow again Wow, really cool. I like that you said you're just having fun and not being pretentious because I feel like it might be a little bit scary to go to an event like this Exactly. That's why I called it the Maniacs, right? McMurray Mold Maniacs. So it's not society, club. It's just for fun. You swear at each other, just taste whatever. Everybody's got a different journey with whiskey and just trying to get everybody to smile and have a good time. And so is it open to the entire public? How can people go about coming to this? They'll find us on Facebook. It's probably the easiest. Uh, McMurray Mold Maniacs private group. Because uh, it is alcohol, so we're not promoting it on the wide web there. But Okay, very cool. And uh, does it cost to get in? It does, yeah. This Friday, this will be 140 uh, And we also have one going on Saturday, which is 127 And it's a nine-bottle lineup. There's a rum, a rye, an English whiskey from London, England, and two bourbons, as well as a handful of scotches. And where is it all going down at? The Quality Hotel in Gregoire. Awesome. Well, it sounds like a great time. Paul, thanks so much for joining us this morning and educating people about your love, your hobby.
yeah, it's definitely a passion. And like I say, it's a nonprofit. So we're just taking the costs and dividing it up by the attendees. So people show up and we can keep doing these. Right. Oh, one more question. I just off the top of my head, uh, that special whiskey that was released with the wildfire, is that going to be featured? No, not this time. We did that in December. We did a fundraiser for the SPCA. And those gentlemen came and they, we auctioned off a bottle at our December event, actually. Ah, okay. Well, good to know. I'll, uh, I'll see you this weekend, maybe, Paul. Perfect, yeah. Come on out. We got Obi in the house. Episode 4 came out of Canada's Ultimate Challenge. We have been going through this journey with you, watching it. It's so exciting to have a local guy, firefighter, first responder on the team and actually killing it. Go Team Orange. <laughs> yeah, so far so good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's dive into the episode. So I think, what did it start out with, the plane pull? The plane pull, yeah. Um, Were you stoked to see that? You are just like, yeah, yeah strength? I had a, when we started walking up, I had a feeling what it would be, and then once we got closer, it, those were like one of the events that, like, yeah, we can see what we're doing that day. So like, everyone was getting hype, and just to have an event that like caters to my uh, skill set was awesome. And um, I'm so proud of how my team responded. And a lot of people would look at Jules and Kenny and be like, "Oh, they're they're not strong," you know, um, but they. They did everything they could to pull that plane, and I'm, I was ecstatic with our results. And and to give props to Team Blue, like they had the right strategy. Like as a someone that did strongman, it's easier and you generate more power if you can put it over your shoulder and walk with it. But for me, I had to put my team in the best position. And if you saw how low I was, the rope was still relatively high for Jules and Kenny, and like that's hard to generate power. So if it was over my shoulder, I can't get as low as Lewis, mm-hmm. and because he's he's shorter than me, but he he's more flexible than me. He can get he can basically be parallel to the ground, and if I did that, I think I would have compromised my team's overall strength, and I think it would have hindered us. So we did what we did was best for our team, and to lose by a second, I, I'll take that any day of the week, and that was a very special moment. Um, they embraced a pregame speech that I uh, adopted from my time playing at St. FX and I wish it was aired because I think Canada would have loved it because my coach embraced it, my team embraced it. I had cast members say they got the chills from hearing it. Same with camera crew and stuff. So it was a special moment, but yeah, it didn't make the final cut. So <laughs> you got to reach out to post-production, tell them just to send it over to you. Anyway. Oh, I mean, if they were to just take that clip and throw it on social as a, as a reel, it was only like 20 something seconds. It wasn't that long that it'd be cool for people to see that. Yeah, for sure. Totally. I was really interested to see as well with this plane pull, these people, I have to imagine scraping their knees when they were falling on that asphalt. Yeah, it's about leverage and, you know, you're pulling a plane, but you got to keep your center of gravity, right? And, you know, a couple of people slipped and fall and like, yeah, that affects your time for sure because that's one less person on the rope and it's almost like a speed bump too for someone else because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one's really looking behind them to see if anyone <laughs> fell, right? But uh, you can see with like, Team Yellow, for example, um, massive disadvantage. Uh, it is what it is. You can't predict what the events are, and um, but you could see how much effort they put in to the point where they try to, they try to, they're trying to run to the podium and they can't because their legs are so yeah. full of lactic acid that neurons ain't firing. <laughs> so they, they like they can't move their legs and they just collapse to the ground. And Jules was kind of like that too. So like I saw her, and I like I was gonna like reach out to like just pick her up, but. Yeah, like Team Yellow to to do that event was very taxing on them, 
and I, I'm impressed they finished. That's all the that's all that matters. They finished, mm-hmm. right? They did it. They proved to the world that women can do anything. Um, M, you know, he's a he's a stud of a man, but like you know, he's still he's lean and he's he's not he's not as big as me, right? So he's he's only got so much strength to generate there. So and Kate's she's a power lifter. She's strong, like she. I think she could do that by herself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. Do you think you could do oh, the plane by yourself? I was, I was petitioning yeah. pr- production and even the ground crew that worked at that um, airbase. Like they're like, we want to see you do it yourself. And yeah. like, ah, I want to, and I tried, and no, they would. <laughs> they, said, they said pound sand. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. You tried to convince them. <laughs> I to tried. Let you do yeah, it. I tried. Okay. I did. I did. Yeah. Oh but man. No, no dice. Yeah. I wish we could see that. Yeah. Um, Obi, on to the second event, which was the tandem with the wine barrels and trying to run through a vineyard. You got to be front and center for your team for that one, right? Yeah, that was uh, super fun. Um, when we did like a walkthrough, um, we saw the wine barrels and where the cork would go, I, they didn't cork it, so there was a hole there. <laughs> so I was like, I go to my coach, I'm like, I could put my like first two fingers in there and I can, as a hook, and I could probably, I could carry these things. <laughs> They're a hundred pounds and like, oh I know gosh. I can carry, because we, we have hose bundles at work that are somewhat similar in weight, but I know I, for me, strategy-wise, it's easier for me to pick things and, like, walk or run with it, right? And um, it was, uh, yeah, funny story there. Like, the barrels will sit in the sun, and they were cooking. And when I put the first one on my shoulder, my the metal was burning my arm. I'm Gee. like, well, this sucks, but uh, I stuck with my strategy and just dealt with it. But uh, Did you say you were O-line or D-line? Offensive line, yeah. yeah you got to get low. You just got to yeah. push. That's, what, you, that's uh, what your position is. Yeah, but the barrels are like an odd shape, right? Yeah. So like you'd see in the in the show that like they're all over the place. Yeah. So I'm like, well, instead of doing that and my lower back issues to begin with, oh yeah, staying that position, um, <laughs> it was just easier for me to carry. And yeah. Jules was doing everything she could to get those things to me. And it, you're covering a lot of ground, yeah. and it, that incline was a real thing. And I was I was toasted after that event. I, I put everything on the line, and we just got beat by better teams that day. We, okay. Our effort was there. It's just the strategy was the right one. And we just got beat by better teams that day. So. I'm curious, how many events do you do in a day? Is it one per day? Is it multiple in a day? Because it, with it's cooking like this, I was like, damn. It's every um, location was one event per day. The only time we did it was in uh, Kingston, where – the solo and tandem event was actually filmed in the same day. Damn. But okay. we also, because of traveling from um, BC to Ontario, we didn't get in until like midnight. So they gave us actually a day off mm-hmm. uh, the first day in Kingston. And then we we made up for it. So, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the third event was uh, climbing the bridge, right? And yeah, the how solo. Was, yeah. How was all that? Um, that would have been a fun event to do. But I've been from day one is um, – put your best player forward and Jules is smaller. She's, she can climb anything. This is her wheelhouse. And 100%, I was not going to fight her on that. Like she balled out and you know, someone who's, you know, got 20 years on some of the other female competitors and that she smoked them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, to try to beat three strong dudes that, you know, Lewis who <laughs> rock climbs, <laughs> uh, that's, that's a tall order. And to put, I feel like they did deal dirty. They kind of put it all on her, and that's a tough battle to climb. Like to expect to finish first against some stiff competition and not doing that event ever before, um, kind of sucks to kind of put it on her. And she took she took that bad. Like she took she took it personally, and uh, she felt like she let her team down. But 
she didn't. She was put in a bad situation, um, a difficult situation to kind of pull out. And um, it's unfortunate because I, my personal opinion is Coach Winique made an error with the player swap episode. And um, yeah, that I'll leave it as that. But like, <laughs> it's like, I believe she picked some, a dill based on her personality because she's, she's a beautiful person, beautiful soul. But uh, did it make her team stronger? Didn't diversify like, it. You yeah. needed just some strength, like some yeah. And like it, it's hard for me to say like you needed a male strength, like because it sounds bad. But like it's how the competition was designed. Like, there's events where well, I'm sure they yeah. would crush like an agility endurance. Kind oh yeah, of and you thing. can't predict what you don't yeah. know what the events are, right? Yeah. If the events were from like day the you know first solo and the second solo episode in Hinton, like yeah, they probably would have smashed some of the other teams, mm -hmm. right? But that's that's sport right yeah. and um it was really crappy to see a team eliminated because we were like one big family and then now it's now it's getting real at this yeah. point it's like everyone kind of went up a notch with the intensity mm -hmm. levels and uh yeah so it's uh it sucks to see people go but Team Orange is there to win, so uh, the less people there means that we're doing well. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. It was. Uh, I was very sad to see Yellow go, and also kind of, you know, Red seems to have a lot of drama going on. So I'm kind of like, see it by. I don't really care about that team. <laughs> I mean, and of course, since we know you, I'm I'm Team Orange all the way. Yeah. <laughs> but having Team Yellow leave and knowing that another team is going to get eliminated what did that do to your kind of psyche and preparing for uh, each competition? My, like, again like my message to my team was our goal is to get to the playoffs which is like top three essentially so um as long as we're in the top three and like yeah i love to be top dog and like when you're at the top of this leaderboard you no different in any other league right people are gunning for you and people are nipping at your heels and it's hard to stay on top and we're just there to perform and we know that the points matter seven point difference can be can be swung in like two events right depending on how you finish so uh, we're not safe like team orange is not safe from being eliminated in kingston so uh, we have to bring our a game and it just it's getting real so it's in the back of your head and um, but my message was like just keep top three top three top three get to playoffs and then that's a whole new season right so and you know team red yeah they're they're having their struggles with uh, team chemistry and um you know seeds being able to, uh, you know, take ownership and admit as a leader of that team that, you know, maybe his ways is not the right. Because you have to adapt your personality to your teammates. And for him to say, like, you know what, I'll dial it down, you know, to say that, because it hurts to say, because as an athlete, like, we're, we're just intense people, right? Because that's how we were bred, right? And to be able to acknowledge that and dial it down is, uh, it's a, it's, it shows good leadership. And uh, hopefully they respond in Kingston from it. And we'll see. And so is that where the next episode is? Uh, they, I think there's framing it Thousand Islands. Yeah. Is that is it Kingston? Yeah, and uh, yeah, the first two events in that area, and then the next one was a bit further. Okay. The cool. team event, yeah. I'm not going to disclose the location, but <laughs> cool location actually. Yeah. So that new that fresh episode, episode five, airs tonight at eight o'clock on CBC. You can also watch it on CBC Gem. Any kind of nugget we should watch out for tonight? Any non-spoiler secrets? Uh. No, you'll, uh, I'll talk about it afterwards. Okay. Yeah. I, I, if I allude to it, it's a, I'll make a bad joke. It's a bad joke, but, uh, <laughs> I, I'll probably give it away. But, uh, um, no, it, it was cool. Kingston was cool because for two main reasons, I got to see Kwame Ose, who basically got me on the show, um, cause he's a coach there. And then the head coach at, uh, Queens University is my former quarterback. Um, 
Steve Snyder. And so to be able to meet both those guys on the road while traveling and doing this comp, it was, it was special to me. Um, cause I haven't seen Steve since my last year. Right. And just to see what he's done and the accomplishments and stuff, uh, it was very special to be able to like just sit at a bar and have a beer and just catch up. It's like we we never left nice. Santa Fe, so yeah, it was very special for me on a personal level. Cool. Well, Obi, thank you so much for joining us again. We'll hear a recap of episode five next Thursday, and of course, stay caught up with it. Watch all these episodes so that you know what we're talking about. Uh, we love you. Go team orange. Yeah, and- it's getting heated. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.